Welcome to Fast Cars, Fast Girls. I'm your host, Abby Meyer. This week, we have Jim Panther joining us on the show. Jim, thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. Of course. So, this week, we are gearing up for the IndyCar Grand Prix. It's our, our, our first big track event in May. Kind of sets us up. We're only two weeks away from the 500. And uh, you and your wife, Ray, have been going since the very first one. We, we have been to every one of them. Uh, we have been camping. Oh, man, now the, the, the time has gotten away from me. Uh, we started camping the first year they allowed camping in the infield, which unfortunately came to an end uh, in 2020 uh, with COVID and has not returned. But I get non-committal answers from the uh, folks in the uh, Speedway office on you know, whether or not it's going to, and I think it should. Oh, I think it should, too. That, there's just something really cool about waking up inside the gates of the IMF. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, it, it's what makes the IMS road course feel like a real road course. Absolutely, because you're camping right next to the track just like you do at every other road course. Exactly. Yeah, no, I think it should come back. It was, say, I, I've never camped there, but I have very much enjoyed visiting my friends who camped there. <laughs> yeah, we have a good time in there. Yes, I have had an excellent time at the campgrounds. Um, that's for sure. <laughs> so, what's your favorite part of the weekend? Uh Honestly, uh, I think Friday to me uh, is as much fun as race day. Uh, yeah, I mean, granted, you do get some of the uh, races. You get the uh, road dandy races on, on Friday as well as Saturday. But I, I enjoy the road to Indy a lot. Yeah. Uh, getting the, you know, and, and with the paddock open the way it is at the Speedway, you know, you need a bronze badge to get into the IndyCar paddock, but you don't to get into the lights and the USF 2000 and the Pro 2000. And, you know, those those young drivers are the future. And through our years of going there, Mid-Ohio, some other tracks, my wife and I have gotten to know some of these drivers coming up. And, uh, you know, you know the, 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 the great personalities and the, watching them develop as drivers, it, it's been a blast. Very cool. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you and Ray are basically my, my resident uh, road to Indy experts. My own, my own personal experts. Um, so yeah, so who are you most excited about seeing on track this weekend as far as the road to Indy goes? Uh, uh, this year, uh, well, I, I tell you, Ray's very excited for uh, Hunter McElroy in the Indy Lights. Um, she's been following him since uh, his USF 2000 days, and we've met him several times. He is just, you know, just a real engaging uh, New Zealander, lives here in the States now. Uh, had a little tough luck this, you know, in, in his first year in Indy Lights, but you know he's with Andretti Autosport. Once he gets adapted, I think he's he's going to be a force to be reckoned with in the next year or two. And yeah. uh, you know, we'll see where it takes him. Yuvan, yeah. uh, and forgive me, Yuvan, I cannot pronounce your last name. Who is still in the Indy Pro 2000? Uh, fantastic young driver out of Wisconsin. Uh, you know, and, and the cool thing is we've we've met some of these fam their families too over the years. Yeah. And and that's a fascinating insight as to what it takes to get to that level. It really is because I mean it takes a commitment from the whole family. Absolutely. I 
not just, you know, financially, but all of the time that's invested, all of the hours and days that are spent at racetracks. Yeah, it, it's all consuming. It, it's not it's not a hobby. When you get to that point in, in, in this sport, it, it is no longer a hobby. It is a lifestyle choice. Absolutely. It's a, it's a commitment. It is a commitment. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's such a great weekend because like you said you have racing all day long both days mm-hmm. and you get to see the road to indy and indycar both days uh, it's a pretty packed schedule yeah yeah there's you know you, there's not a lot of downtime there's really not there's really not um yeah i think we start off on friday with indycar practice at 9 30 and that goes till 10 30 and then boom 10 45 indy lights practice like just clear the pit lane and bring the next ones out. Yep. So, yeah, and it, it's nice that it starts. I say it starts at nine thirty on Friday and ten thirty on Saturday. So it's like, you know, it's not like it starts at one and you only get five hours of racing. No, you get the the whole day. You get your money's worth there. You certainly do, and it's really a great weekend. I say to do that you can do cheaply, because um, the the GA is just awesome. And it's what thirty five dollars for race day, forty dollars, something like that. Yeah, I think it's thirty five. Yeah, and uh, you know you park in the Coke lot or the North Forty, uh, I don't, and and you're there. Yep. And you're walking distance from downtown Speedway for you know if you want to go there post race. I mean, it, 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 you, you can't ask for anything better. You really can't. You really can't. Um, no, it's fantastic. Molly and I, we did get seats one year, um, which we enjoyed them, but it's, it's definitely more fun to be, be with the crowd down on the mound. Now I, I, we, I will spend, we will spend all day Saturday or Friday, excuse me, on the mounds. Uh, we, we do spring for seats on race day. And, you know, we're, we're older. We like our comforts. <laughs> we, we set up in the, in the East stand of the penthouse. And, you know, we've had rain for this event before. And, yeah. it's, and, it's, and it's nice to have the option of having cover. <laughs> it is nice. Yeah, no, I'll be. <laughs> and uh, it looks like we may have rain again Saturday. It looks like we might. So yeah. I'll be packing a poncho, that's for sure. And rain is always the great equalizer. It's it's a wild card, especially on a track like Indy. Uh, I would love for there to be rain. I, I wish it would rain every year for this race. <laughs> Honestly, oh, yeah. uh, in 2019, that was one of the most exciting indie GPs we've ever had. And, yeah, I, I wish it would rain every year for this race. No, it, does, it definitely does not hurt the show. Oh, it does not. It definitely does not. Uh, but, yeah, I say that's always when you see, you know, some of our, our rookies have any special skills. I mean, yeah, we haven't ran a wet, any wet, have we yet this year? No, we have not. No, no, not yet, no. Yeah. It did so, rain in Barber. Just... Who, who are you looking at as a favorite on Saturday? Well, you know, I really do think Grosjean is about due. Um, but I feel like he's not making any friends in the paddock. Um, no. <laughs> So, I don't know how doable that's going to be with everybody kind of has it in for you. Uh, right. 
<laughs> I don't know that anybody's gonna, any lap traffic's gonna be gentlemanly about anything. Uh, so, maybe not. Um, Scott McLaughlin uh, popping out and winning St. Pete. I could see him winning this race, too. Yeah, he is definitely not having a sophomore slump. No, not at all. In fact, he's doing much better than I thought he was going to. Yeah, I I uh, very pleasantly surprised by by his progress this year. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've I've kind of I'm I'm, I'm kind of wanting to see uh, you know Dixie maybe find his way to the front yet the, you know this season. Well, he's still uh, in his warm up. I'd days. like to see Rosenquist pull one out. Now, now, granted, this is all to help my fantasy league that Certainly. I think is already beyond help at this point. But you know, I don't, I don't want to be at the tail end of my conference. So, I finished, where did I finish? I finished, um, like, decently high up in my conference, but overall was still a backmarker last year. Like, everybody in my conference just sucked. <laughs> we all were just reason for mediocrity. Uh, yeah, my fantasy team is is going very poorly this year. Uh, I have yet to have a race where all of my drivers finish. I'm with you. Yeah, um, Long Beach, one out of three finished. Yeah, and and I can't pick a wild card to save my life. Oh my God, nope, sure can't. You know, and and you know, getting back to who does well here, you know, Graham Rahal has had. Good luck at this uh, on the road course in the past. He has. Maybe that'll come forward because that team definitely needs some love this year. They do. Well, and Jack Harvey, that was his first IndyCar podium was was this track in the rain. Um, Mm -hmm. So I would enjoy seeing – I would enjoy seeing more of that. Um, Yep. Yeah. I think he's. I think he's gonna be one to watch. I think he'll do well. Um, well, and I say in last year's winner, Rena Spike. Mm-hmm. He's been quick. You can't really count him out either. Well, and then of course we have to mention um, Will Power, who won the race in 2017 and also set the qualifying lap record. And he's. He's been strong this year. He has been. Um, he's got the, I think of like the top five guys in the championship or whatever, his average finish is better. Better than anybody else's, I believe, yes. Yeah. He is, he's having a good year. You can never really so, count Willie out. Well, and, and, and that's the wonderful thing about this era of IndyCar. Oh, I there, love that. There's no shortage of who could be up in top, up in front. No, I mean, really, you have no idea, and that's what that's what keeps it so exciting. Uh, like you said, we pick our wild card drivers, and then you just never know what's going to happen. Maybe they'll win. Maybe they won't even finish the race. Uh, and everybody, the the talent level we have right now, is just fantastic to watch. Oh yeah, you know there, there's 
you know, you can't really point at any one driver and say, that guy's a ride buyer. That guy probably shouldn't be here. Yeah. You know, now I'll look at a few guys, and I'm not going to name names, but I'll look at a few guys that I think you probably shouldn't be on the team you're on, and this guy should be there in your seat, and that's financial, but they're still worthy of being in the series. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's a fair statement. I think that's a fair statement. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not going to crap on anybody, but you know, there, there, there's one or two rookies this year that, yeah, I kind of wonder how they got to where they are. You know, but I, I you, know, you know what it is? It's, it's sponsorship. It's money, and that's what that's what the sport needs. It has to have. That's the fuel. It is. Uh, it is indeed. Well, when it comes, I say, because this is kind of like your guys' little primer since you're a little bit further north. So have you have you gotten out your decorations at home yet? Uh, I'm, I'm standing on the front porch, and we have our Indy flag hanging. We have our Indy car wreath on the front door, so... Yeah, we're ready. Uh, just shortly before we got together here, I finished getting the truck packed. We're leaving at 6 o'clock or so tomorrow morning and heading down, getting set up, and we're ready for a fun weekend. You know, get to see the – Ray and I have been doing this. I think this is our sixth year camping at various racetracks. And, you know, the, the nice thing about Indianapolis, pretty much all the people we've met around the country end up here. If not for this race, definitely for the 500. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's the racetrack family. We get to see our friends from all over. And that's that's one of the best parts of this whole deal. It, it really is. And, you know, there's just something about me here um, that, you know, it's, it's unlike, I mean, I feel like it's unlike any other track. We have race friends at all the tracks, you know, but there's just something about Indy that we all just realize how fucking cool it is, and, yeah, it's like we all have half shoves at the same time. Yeah, it's kind of like the night before Thanksgiving when you're in college. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's that bar night, but it's at a racetrack, and it lasts for two, three, four days, depending on where you are and how long you're there. Yep. I had a cousin lovingly call it uh, the biggest white trash bash in America. <laughs> Probably, but you know, where it was pride. Yeah, not not untrue. Uh, not to not to totally go for the Indy 500, but a friend text that they had a coworker who was asking for suggestions for their Carb Day Bingo card. Wow. <laughs> oh, let me just say the suggestions were fantastic. Uh, you know, I we. Uh, for the 500, we camp across 16th Street in the shopping center lot there. And the bingo cards I could come up with, with the, actually I could come up with two different games, the crowd going in and the crowd coming out. Oh, yes. <laughs> because the folks that have been at the snake pit all day are a sight to behold at <laughs> o'clock in the afternoon when they're straggling out of their sunburned. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dehydrated. Drunk. Oh, God, it's freaking glorious. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Beth and I had a friend in college that would always come down to IU for Little Five, 
and she would always leave super early on Sunday. And finally, we're like, why do you always leave so early? I mean, she had like a two, two and a half hour drive back, but, you know, we're like, you leave it like the ass crack of dawn. And she goes, oh, what you guys don't know is that I love to drive up and down Pratt Row and see everybody doing walks of shame with their shoes off. Hair and makeup looks like shit. She's like, I love to walk, like, just to drive. She's like, I plan an extra time to just drive around Bloomington. That's beautiful. Uh, so I'm, I'm sure very similar to what you see from another kid. Only, yeah, so definitely yeah, the it, it, It's a different perspective at that end than from all the years that I used to park up on the north end on 25th Street. <laughs> it, it's different. It, it's... It's got its own character. I mean, the the coke lot is a thing of its own. It it is something that has to be, you know. Grand, we're supposed to be talking about the Grand Prix, but talking about the 500. The night before the 500 in the coke lot is a festival all its own. It, um, it gets the wild first, there. The first year Ray and I went was the year we got married in 2009, and. Her son, uh, Michael, was, I think, 13, and he came to the race with us. And we showed up early. I've been parking at the same guy's yard at that point for 20 years. And we get there early, and before I get breakfast going, I said, Michael, let's go for a walk. The sun's coming up. It was a humid night, so there's fog and the campfire hanging low over the ground. And, you know, people crashed in lawn chairs and half in the tents and hanging out the backs of pickup trucks or just on the ground. And he's just looking at me. He goes, this looks like pictures from a Civil War battlefield. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and that's about what it was like here last night. pretty accurate. Yeah. Pretty accurate. So... We would. I may have told the story in the podcast before, and I don't. I'll, I'll repeat it because it bears repeating. Um, so I was in the Speedway High School band, and we would practice every day leading up to the 500 and the 500 parade. And so the week of the race, even though we had block scheduling, so you only actually had band every other day, we would have morning practice every day. Beautiful, but because it was parade marching we would march around the neighborhood close to the school. Which some people found... Some people appreciated. And others vehemently did not. Because our morning practices started at 6.45. And that's a little early for an entire marching band and percussion section to be practicing John Philip Sousa music coming down your street. I get that. Well, for whatever reason, our band director decided that we were going to take it down 25th Street. And so we're going to walk, we're going to march by all of these RVs in the coke lot. And... Thursday morning, I mean, they're still getting, like, they just got in. They're getting set up still. So it's like, okay, that's a little much. Friday morning, they did not appreciate us. They did not appreciate us at all. Um, And one RV in particular had two blow-up dolls, a male and a female. Oh, I know the people you're talking about. Yeah. 
And, yeah, we're still uh, Coke plant. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and so they at least had a good sense of humor, and they changed the positions of the dolls every day for us, um, including on race day. Nice. Yep. Um, but yeah, we, because of course we marched to the track from the school on race day, so that was our final practice. And let me just say, it was quite the image that is burned in my brain. Oh, I bet. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, there's nothing like a 500. But the Grand Prix is so close. Oh, yeah. It's, it's mean, like the yeah. best kept secret. I tell people it's the best time to come to the track because you have about a tenth the number of people there. So you don't have to wait in the lines. You can see everything you want to see. And you can get closer to the cars on the track for the, the for the road course events than you can the oval. Absolutely. And you can where, get closer to the drivers. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just yeah. going to say you can, yeah, there's better access to the drivers just because there's fewer people there. Right. I mean, we're, we usually watch with you down inside of turn one yeah. of, the, of the road course, turn one, turn two, that area. You're close. Uh, at the end of the uh, Holman Strait, that hard left-hander there is a good spot, a spot that a lot of people don't know about. And I'm, I'm going to give this one up, is the uh, infield section about where, you, where Pitt in is. Uh, that fence is 20 feet off the pit, the pit lane. Yeah. I mean, and, and that is a great perspective to watch them come off at the south shoot between one and two and make that dive into the last couple of turns before they get onto the front stretch. So, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, it's just a, it's a totally different perspective and it's cheap. It's not crowded. I wish more people would take advantage of it. I do, too. Um, and they do all kinds of things. Like, I think kids under 12 are free. Um, Even better. Yeah, that's how you get them started. Exactly. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like kids under a certain age are free to the Grand Prix. Um, and yeah, it is just such a great day. In fact, uh, my sister is coming out with her kids this weekend. Nice. Yeah, Good it'll deal. be her first Grand Prix weekend. But I was like, it's time to get the kids to a track. So she was buying some ear protection today for them, so that they're all ready to go. Yep. I was like, it's great. We all just hang out. I was like, everybody just lets their kids play, and the kids all roll down the mound. Cause, roll down the mound. Yeah. <laughs> yep, because that's what you do. Yeah, don't dress them in white. The grass stains will be there forever. Yep. Oh, and if she's had enough to drink, Molly will also roll down the hill with your child. There you go. Fun fact. <laughs> Fun fact. Oh, that'll be my shout-out to Molly. She was supposed to join us tonight, but unfortunately had a migraine. Um, so we had to had to pull a switch hitter with Jim here. Um, well, but I said, I, happy to be able to help. I'm happy to have you on. I'm happy to have you on. But I had to give Molly a little bit of shit. Just a little bit. Of, uh, but, yeah, uh, I have seen her roll down mound, and it was just as funny as you want it to be. Yeah, it was good stuff. Uh, so, you know, I'll tell you what else. I wish you could bring your dogs to the road course. Um, I'm like, sorry, Abby. You just completely dropped out on me here for a second. Oh, no worries. Um, I said, um, I heard the dogs in the background, and I said, I wish you could yeah. bring your dog to the road course. 
No, that's my neighbor's dogs. Uh, I think I might have to step inside to get away from them here. Hold on a second. Right. No worries. You can edit this out in post. Oh, I don't do any editing. I haven't figured that out just yet. Okay. So, but I can keep talking. So, okay, about the race, um, it is a distance of 85 laps. And it is run on a 2.439-mile course. Um, it is 14 turns, and they run clockwise on the racetrack, or as most of us would say, they run the wrong way. Um, <clears throat> so 85 laps for a total of 207.3 miles, and the Indy Lights race is 35 laps, or 55 minutes, whichever comes first. As far as push-to-pass goes, they get 200 seconds of total time, with a maximum time of 20 seconds per activation. The Firestone Tire Allotment, they get six of the primary, four sets of the alternate, and a seventh set of primary tires is available to any car that's fielding a rookie driver. Of course, the rookies always get extra tires. So last year, our uh, our P1 winner was Roman Grosjean, and when our winner last year was Renus BK. And Indy Lights, um, Linus Lundqvist and David Malukas. So it'll be interesting to see how Malukas does on this course in the right. in the big leagues. Yeah, and and uh, not just him, but you know, the Francesco and uh, Kellett, you know, all of them. Um, oh, Kirkwood, yeah. Kirkwood, sorry, Kirkwood, yeah. Yeah, I Kellett's think Kirkwood already been there. My well. bad. <laughs> in any case. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, but yeah, Kirkwood. I can see him doing well. I hope he does. I, I love AJ Foyt Racing. I love that team. You know, I, and, and I'm, I'm hoping to see now that it's into um, more of a traditional. I mean, granted, it's a, it's, it's not a, it's not a real natural terrain road course. The Indy is pretty flat, but it has characteristics far different than a street. Uh, Tatiana Calderon. Oh, yeah. See how she's, because, you know, I, I don't think, uh, Barber's not like any other road course anybody's ever ran until they've been there. I mean, that that is a motorcycle track. It is narrow. It's it's tight. It's fun. And it's one of the most beautiful places that the IndyCar races. But I think, you know, once she gets to Indy, mid-Ohio, road America, uh, I expect to see, uh, Great improvement. Yeah, I'm excited for that as well. I think that I think that she's going to have some some good finishes. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited for that. So the Foy team needs it. They do. They do. Well, I'll tell you one of uh, my new favorite traditions. I say, well, not new, new, but newer since meeting you and Ray is, of course, race day bloody marys. Oh, hey, we're we're ready. Uh, that's the the garnishes are in the fridge. The mix is ready to put in the cooler first thing in the morning. Absolutely, Friday and Saturday morning. Perfection. Yeah, it's always nice to swing by Camp Panther for some Bloody Marys in the morning. Yeah, Camp Camp Panther is our alter ego. We're we're on Twitter. I I don't update it as much as I should. Maybe if I had a few more followers, I probably would. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm you know we're founded at Camp underscore Panther. So, and that's and, Jim and, and Ray. Yeah, I say it's basically just racetrack shenanigans. 
which I love that you guys have a little uh, sign that you put out at your campsite that says the Panthers. Oh, yeah. Perfect, because it is Camp Panther. I'm like, it's perfect. You have a sign and everything. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then, of course, always the Air Force flag and the Joseph Newgarden flag for Rick. The, uh, just before the dog started barking and I stepped into the camper, uh, she had just come out on the front porch and stuck her fist in the air and hollered, Go Joe. So. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. So, yeah, she, she's ready to see, uh, you know, she, she's wanting to see her boy do well at the, five, at the both Grand Prix and the 500 I'm this sure year. I'm she you know? is. I bet she's been almost unbearable to be with with these last two victories. <laughs> well, you know, he's he's got a couple wins. He's doing okay. But uh, I, I think a, a Joseph Newgarden 500 win would no. be, I think, a very popular win. I think it would, but I don't think it's going to happen. He shits the bed at that track. Yeah, yeah, I hope it doesn't take him as long as Kanan did to win one, so. Honestly, I have lost so much money betting on him in the past. <laughs> that, like, the petty part of me is like, I hope that he never wins one. Because for me to have spent so much money and never, it never paid out, I don't want it to pay out for anybody. Well, you know, Roger still has faith in him. He's, he's still there, even though he hasn't won one yet, and Simon kind of got shuffled down the road, so. It's true. Yeah. Although I say he, he's won two championships, so. Yeah. He's, he's winning a lot of other things. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he won more championships than Elio won for the captain, so. Right? <laughs> yes, he did. Which, it'll be interesting to see how Elio does now that he's running a full-time season. I think he'll do better than he did last year at the Grand Prix. Yeah, at the Grand Prix, probably, yeah. Yeah. Well, of course, but, you know, I always want Simon to do well, but I'm starting to think that maybe I'm bad luck, so I'm just trying not to talk about it. Yeah, that, he's been a puzzle to me. I really expected a lot more out of him this year. I don't know, I don't, I don't know what it is. Uh... I'm going to just stop putting him in my fantasy league and see if he gets better. Yeah, I, I yeah, he, he just, uh, I, I almost didn't draft characteristic. him Characteristic. Just because I felt like maybe I was bad luck and maybe I should have listened to that gut instinct. But then it was my turn and he was available. I mean, I'm not an animal. Yeah. I only have so much self-control. Uh, I was like, pick with your head, pick with your head. Simon Pagano! Uh, every year. But yeah, I expected more from him this year as well. I hope that, I don't know, it kind of shakes the, shakes the kinks out. Because it is a new, you know, a new team. Uh, and also a new engine. He's dropping a Honda now. Yeah, yeah, and, and Shake still is a, they're still a fairly new operation. They are. They are, but yeah, I feel like I feel like he's definitely enjoying himself on that team. I feel like it's a great combination with him and Alio, um, and just Mike Shank and how he does business. I feel like that's a great combination. Oh, I'm sorry, say that again. It's a real, a real welcoming environment. Welcoming environment there. Yeah, it's definitely a welcoming environment. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, you gotta love a team owner that drinks Bush Light. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Well, and... You know, that that 500 victory last year had to just be extra sweet. Because he picked Alio up from Penske. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, kind of like a, and you thought he wouldn't do it again. <laughs> Shows what you know. So, yeah, I, I uh, it, it's, the month of May for that team, I'm expecting a lot out of. I would hope, I'm, I'm wanting to see a lot out of. I'd, I'd like to see that. Yeah, I hope so. I hope we do. Uh, yeah, I'd you know, I gotta be honest, I don't know that I'm really rooting for the quote-unquote fifth one um, so much, but I mean, but I could live with a Grand Prix win. Yeah, honestly, I'd like to see Simon get his second 500 win mm-hmm. over the, the fifth for Alio, but I, I enjoy the hype, I, and I enjoy the drive for five. Like, I'm not gonna buy yeah. one of the t-shirts, but, but I like it. It's catchy. If it, if it brings eyes to the to the sport, it's good. Agreed. Agreed. But yeah, well, and I will say there there are those that would that would still, even if he won a fifth, say that he's only a four time winner. I was sent northeast to that year. I know what I saw. <laughs> I was gonna say, and you know my feelings on this, so. Yep. <laughs> Like that, there are those yeah, among us who do not even win believe. four until you win third, the third one. Yeah. <laughs> yep, you are. You are not alone. You're not alone in that. Oh. <laughs> Which oh, yeah, brother, something. Brother Terry and I, I think, agree on this. You do. You do. In fact, the Kurt. Uh, when I was on my way to work this morning, I sent. Uh, because something that they're trialing or trying out for the first time, I guess they decided they're going to do it, but we'll see. This is going to be my drinking game. Is um, They've got LED screens for the flags now. Like if there's a yellow and it'll show like the whole screen will be yellow. Um, or it'll say like FCY, full course yellow. Um <laughs> And given how much luck they have with the LED screens on the cars, I was like, does anybody think these LED screens will actually work all weekend? <laughs> so that's my drinking game, is every time they fuck up, take a drink. <laughs> take a drink. Uh, yeah, so, and then the Kurt said, Terry, do you think if they had these in 2002, it would have made a difference? <laughs> it was not even 6.30 a.m. And I just said, the Kurt woke up today and chose violence. <laughs> oh, Terry was like, I love when Kurt stirs the shit pot. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we, I, I have already been, been witness to this particular debate today. Beautiful. <laughs> Before I even got to work. Uh, it's a debate that should be kept alive every year. <laughs> right? Like reading Twas the Night Before Christmas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. Twas the Night Before Racemas and all through the trial. Oh, excellent. Well, 
what is your when you go to a race? I say I'll ask you one more question, and I'll let you go. Yes. Yeah. It's getting late. Um, but what part of the race we or of the race is your favorite? Like, is it the pre-race festivities? Is it the start your engines? Is it that first lap? Is it the checkers? You know, for for the five hundred, it's it's the it's the the build up the pre uh, the uh, pre-race festivities. You know. About an hour before the race starts, that that countdown, and I mean, if by the time they haven't, by the time they give the command to start engines, if the hair is standing up on your arms in the back of your neck, there's something wrong with you. Okay. You're not alive. But for any other race, uh, the start, uh, seeing how people get through it, and then how watching how the pit stop sequence through. Uh, road courses with full course yellows thrown in here and there. Uh, it's just, it's really fun to watch the strategy play out. Um, a recommendation I can give to anybody that's coming to a race or plans on coming to multiple races, invest in a scanner. Uh, or just at the very least, a radio to where you can listen to the radio broadcast because that helps keep you more in turn on what's going on in other parts of the track you can't see. And it, it just helps and you know enhance the experience. But you know, just the, watching the strategy play out. I'm, I'm one of these weird guys. I don't have a favorite driver. I don't even have a favorite team. I want to go see a great race. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I um, I also love that whole before the 500. The whole the whole pre-race pageant is just unreal. There was somebody that. And this is, this is all I'm going to say about the balloons. <laughs> the day that that was announced and people lost their goddamn minds over balloons, um, I did see someone tweet, I will not argue with adults about balloons. And I was like, that's fantastic. Um, but somebody else tweeted, what if we replace the balloons with blowing bubbles and everybody gets a little, you know, like if you're at a wedding, a little container of bubbles. Yeah. And at the end of Back Home Again in Indiana, everybody blows bubbles. I mean, 300,000 people blowing bubbles would be pretty damn cool. Could be, yeah. And I was like, this is a great idea. Then I was like, um, question though, is it possible to blow bubbles while you are also crying, asking for a friend? <laughs> Because I'm like, okay, if, if you're not teared up by the end of Back Home Again in Indiana, you have no soul. Get get out of my state. It, it's, it is, especially if you're uh, an Indiana native, it, it, is, it, it gets you, absolutely. It does, every every time, yeah. If, no, but that being said, I'm planning on going down to the Kroger on Crawfordsville Road and buying balloons the night before and taking my own in with me, so... <laughs> Uh, I expect I would expect nothing less. Yeah. <laughs> it's I mean, not a part of the pre-race that I have ever cared about, even as a child. Um, I just wasn't a big, like, balloon kind of kid. So I, it literally, like, it, it matters to me not at all. Yeah, I, I can see that. But I, it's just, you know, and, and I understand. Things change over the years. And, you know, I'm... This year, with the changes in 500 qualifying, it's like, guys, look, you're never going to see a crowd like 1977 ever again. No. Quit trying. You know, if, if you've got 33 cars, if you've got 35 cars, we can do this in an afternoon. I know. 
we, we don't need to make it a two-day affair. We don't need to make the guys up front qualify three and four times over, you know, over the, those four laps, those ten miles. They don't need to be risking that for the same money they won for getting the pole in the 70s. That has not gone up since the 70s. Which is wild. People don't yeah. realize how little money you actually make, even if you win the fucking race. Right, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not... It, <laughs> there was a time when that was the kind of money that could carry a team through a year or two. Well, those days are long past. Oh, yeah. And so running and having to do... You know, that, that is the most on the edge those guys are pretty much all month unless you're in a closing laps duel for the win and you're doing it for a hundred grand yeah are you kidding me that's 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 insane uh to me um you know i i look at it two ways give everybody one shot like you do anywhere else and give them an extra practice session or say okay we're gonna do it over two days you've got three attempts once you've taken the checkered flag that car's qualified if you want to go for the pole, wave it off on the you know before you take the checker. Try again. If you want to get it in the show, you know, take it and go. And you know that might create a little drama, but it's still not going to bring a hundred thousand people to the track like it did in the seventies and eighties. No, no, you're just not going to see that for qualifications. No, and I think Landyke's record is going to stand for a long time to come. I would agree I don't, with you. I don't have a problem with that. You know, the cars are as safe as they can be, but it's still a human inside the car. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I don't think that we're going to see those speeds again. Um, which, for good reason. I mean, his right. average was 237 and change. Bourdais was going 237 when he crashed in qualifying a couple of years ago. Um, right. You know, it's like... They still hit 237. It's just not their average. It just means that at, at places on the track, he was even higher than 237. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we're it, not dragsters. <laughs> I mean, we're fast, but we're not that fast. No, and, and, you know, as long as the racing is good and competitive, the, 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 you know, God rest his soul, Tom Carnegie is dead and gone. We're never going to hear it's a new track record again. And if, or I should say, if we don't ever hear it again, I heard it enough, and I was lucky enough to hear it in person numerous times in my life. You know, let's go on, let's let's race, let's let's be sensible about it, let's put the money where that we can do some good. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Well, and, yeah, they definitely could streamline qualifying. And I think that it's also hard because the Guinea 500 is such a huge event that there are so many out-of-towners who can't afford to come to qualifications and race. Right. So I think that plays a part in it, too. Mm-hmm. But, but, yeah. It's going to be a good month, though. I'm excited. Oh, it, I think it'll be a fantastic month. I think it's we're going we're gonna to get, uh, we will be entertained. There is no doubt we will be entertained. There is no doubt about that. 
We're going to be kind of hot this weekend, but next week is looking like it's all in the 70s for practice days, so I'm pretty stoked about that. Well, good. As, as long as Fast Friday strikes, I think that's the only day I'm going to make it down for practice this year. <laughs> so. Oh, excellent. Um, well, obviously, we'll be there on Fast Friday, as will Chick. Oh, good. So, Always yeah. look forward to seeing him. Yeah. So hit me up. Um, yeah, we've got a fun little... We've got an, an invite to a little private party that day um, that you can come join us at. Oh, wonderful. Okay. So, yeah. Pretty sure it's an open bar. Oh, even better. Yeah, I'm maybe not. Maybe it's cash bar. I can't exactly remember, but there's a bar. That's what that's okay. the important part. That's all that counts. There is in fact a bar. That's what matters. <laughs> and there is free food. So oh, alright. Well Jim, thank you so much for joining me tonight. I appreciate it. And, uh, Thanks for having me. This has been fun. Yeah, it's been a good time. And uh, I will see you tomorrow night for dinner. Oh, looking forward to it. All right. Take care. You too, Abby. We'll see you. All right. Bye.